Hey guys, and welcome back to Good Chat, brought to you by the Sportsmate Podcast Network and our brilliant suite of apps. Uh, A-League Live is my personal favourite at this time of year, of course. Today we are speaking to a special guest from the A-League. He plays for Western United, and earlier this year he flew over to Japan for the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, He's just 21, but he's had a heap of life experience already, debuting on the national stage at 16 years of age, flying out for a trial in Italy by himself and fighting hard to earn a starting spot in Western's lineup. He's got a great story, this man, as, and is incredibly inspirational as well. He'll be lining up this weekend against the Melbourne Victory for round one of the 2021-22 season, so we thought, what a better time than uh, now to have a chat with him. A good chat, in fact, with this man. It's Dylan Pariah. So we speak about growing up as an AFL fan before a World Cup game changed his life forever, uh, why he goes to training before anyone else in the mornings and how a City R club offered him a contract. Uh, a whole heap more as well on this episode. Hashtag good chat on the socials. Please share, like, rate, all those things that helps uh, get more people listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate everyone who downloads the podcast and downloads the app. So go and do that now, please. A-League Live and Sportsmate, all the suite of apps on the App Store now. Sit back and enjoy. This is a good chat with Dylan Parias. All right, today's guest is one of the brightest stars in Australian football. He's a new pin-up boy for Western United and his breakout year last season saw him take home the club's Young Player of the Year award and selection for the Oli Roos in the Tokyo Olympics. He's a lightning-fast talent with a hunger for goals and his FIFA skills are even better, apparently. It's the one and only Mr. Dylan Piraeus. How are you, buddy? Hi, mate. Good, good. Thanks for having me. No worries. Now, I'm sorry for interrupting the FIFA session. Ryan Scott tells me you're always on the thing. You can't get off it. How many hours today? Of the, of the PlayStation. Yeah, there's a few of the boys in the team that are actually addicted, I would say, but no, nah, I'm, I'm honestly pretty bad at the moment. As soon as I get home, I'll probably jump on and, mm. oh, I don't know, at least three hours a day. I'd three say. hours a day? Who's the worst? Are you the worst or is it other boys? Um, I'd probably say, I'd probably say Ben Garicio is the worst. Is he? The worst FIFA player, yeah, but he, he, I hope he doesn't listen to this because he <laughs> will give me some stick tomorrow at training. Oh. But nah, I play everything as well. A bit of COD, FIFA. Yeah, I just find it winding down after training, get your mind off football, something that I just like to do. It's good. It's good to switch off for a little bit. Do you pick yourself in FIFA? Do you do a career mode and then you sign Dylan Perez as the first signing? No, nah, I, don't, I don't really play career mode. No? Nah. I, I play more ultimate team, um, which, yeah, I bought myself on that. <laughs> and then I was rubbish, so I quick sold myself the next day. What, rate, uh, what rating have you got? Have you got? Um, uh, 60. 60, is that it? Yeah. They've got to put no, that up not, now. They've got to put that up now, sure. No, the pace a little bit. The pace was only 83. I was a bit disappointed. Yeah. I just put my pace to be good, but, oh, well. It is what it is, who cares? That's right. Hey, last time we spoke, I think it was just the weekend after your 21st and you just scored against MacArthur. And you said you said to me it was probably the best weekend I've had. Now, since then, obviously, strength to strength, you won the award, you got the call-up for the Oli Roos, signed a new 2 nil deal. And you said to me, look, before this chat, you said it's all because of you, James. I said, thank you. I can't take all the credit. You did some work too, mate. But what's the highlight? What's the highlight been over the last eight months? Because a lot's happened. Yeah, look, obviously, it's been a great last probably eight months for me. Um, obviously, probably my highlight would be the obvious going to the Olympics. Mm. Um, you know, when I got the call up, that was something that, you know, I've always dreamed of uh, playing in. And um, when I got called up and I got selected, it was just like, I, 
I didn't know how to take it. Like I was yeah. so excited. I'm like, is this real? Um, but obviously, you know, going there and stuff and it was just, it was just an honor, obviously to represent your country is probably the highest achievement. One of the best things you can do. Um, and I just loved every second. I mean, it's something I'll remember for the rest of my life. Mm, your parents are very proud of you. Obviously you're very close with them. How'd they take the news as well? It must've been pretty emotional when you got the call up. Yeah, there was a few tears from them, obviously, you know, yeah. since I was, you know, driving me to training, mm. you know, five times a week since I was 12, cold, waiting in the car, you know, they worked all day and then they would, you know, no one wants to sit in the car and wait two, three hours, you know, in the freezing cold, but, you know, that's what parents do, they love you and, you know, I, I owe everything to them and for me to make that squad, I was more happy for them to see um, me achieved that and felt like, you know, it was all worth it. And, um, yeah, that's something that I'm very proud of. Mm. Are they going to be there on the weekend when you take on the victory? Yeah, of course. Uh, they wouldn't miss a game. <laughs> um, yeah, they love it. Yeah, it's a new side, though. It's a little bit of an unknown now. Victory's got a lot of new players, so we don't really know what's going to happen. Uh, how have you kind of prepared for that that game? And also, because obviously the new coach, you've got a new squad as well, basically. How are you going to play? Because you can, you can play anyway. You're, you're very versatile. You've played it right back. You play on the wing. How, how are you preparing for this game? Well, obviously, you know, both teams are quite new, new coaches, a lot of new players, so it's going to be interesting. Um, the A-League's always unpredictable at the start of the season. You don't know who's going to be good. Yeah. You know, look, I'm sure Marble Victory, a big club, you know, Pavlovich has got a great reputation. Um, they've got a good signing, so there's no doubt it's going to be a tough game and it's a derby. So um, I feel like we're prepared um, and, you know, I'm, I'm wherever <laughs> – John puts me, I'm, I'm happy to play. If I play, uh, I'm just excited for the club and just excited for just the brand new start of the season. You know, mm. It's been a long preseason, 17 weeks, uh, which is not normal. Too long, too long. But, um, yeah, you, I'm, I'm just happy that the season started. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, how's John been, by the way? Because obviously a new coach and he's come in. How different is it to Rude? Like from the outside, it looks very different. But what's what's he been like internally? No, he, look, he's been great. You know, every coach is different. Um, you know, different players, like different style of coaches. You know, I'm I'm pretty – like I don't really have like, oh, I like this style of coach. I'm mm. just, you know, still young. Just I just want to play football and, you know, whatever the coach implements, I'm just going to do what he says because he's the coach at the end of the day. You've got you to believe in what he believes in. And, um, yeah, he's, 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 he's been great, um, you know, you know, big name John Aloisi, who hasn't watched his penalty. Um, Does he bring it up often? <laughs> no, no, no. He's very humble. No, he doesn't bring it up. But I'm sure he loves it. Who, yeah. who wouldn't? And exactly. It's fantastic. But yeah, no. I, I, you know, the boys are in. You know, backing him, all the clubs together. So we're in a good place. Mm, you guys are a tight knit group too. I love to see it. And and you guys get on the beers sometimes together. How how strict is Johnny with the, with drinking? Like, what's the protocol? How long do you have to wait? Like, is it, if you've got a short break, you can't drink, and you have one drink after the game. Is it four or five? What's the what's the protocol? Look, you know, I think all the boys are pretty professional. Yeah. Um. You know, you go sometimes you gotta you gotta know when it's right to have a drink or not. Mm. But during the season, I think it's pretty pretty not many drink not much drinks go around. But yeah. I think John just he he just trusts us to be professional. He doesn't really you know he doesn't need to baby. Oh, you can't do this. You yeah. can't do that. Um, I think he has a very um you know good treat us like adults 
he, he just trusts us and, yeah, I think the boys are professional, so it's all sweet. Brilliant. Hey, what about Topo Stanley? Because he's a new player that's coming. Apparently you're next to him, I think, in, in the locker. What's he like as a bloke? Apparently he sleeps before games. Does he like to have a little nap or something? Yeah, Topo is he's, he's a great guy. Um, I've gotten decently close with him. I, I took yeah. him fishing the other day. You took him fishing? Yeah, yeah. My, my dad loves fishing and he loves fishing too. I'm like, oh, we've yeah. got to go. And we teed it up and caught some fish and stuff. And he he's a legend of a bloke, man. He's just so chill. Um He's, he's just a legend. But, yeah, I've heard he does like to have uh, sleeps before games. Um, I can't. I, I don't know how he does that. I can't. Yeah, I can't. But it has to be perfect timing, doesn't it? Because if yeah, you snap yeah. too long, then you're gone. But yeah, if it's too, yeah, so you'd have to find the right balance, surely. I think I did it once yeah. for a game. I, I fell asleep and I slept for like an hour and a half and I no. woke up like I was dead. No. Um, can't but, do it. No, I'm not, I'm not really into the, the afternoon naps before games. Yeah. Hey, what about those fishing trips you said with Topo you went? Did, did a few boys go? Because Ryan Scott said you've gone on some adventures lately and on the boat. Did, did a lot of boys get on the boat and go fishing with you? Um, I've only ever taken Topo, to be honest, but the boys oh. now are like, oh, take me, deal, yeah, take, yeah. take me. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to organise like a fishing charter for the boys, like whoever wants to come, yeah. just tee it up. Just have a fun day out on the water, fish a bit. I think that's a good little bonding session. So the boys told me to organise it. So something I've got to do for sure. Yeah, Scotty wants me to get onto you about that. So definitely <laughs> organise that soon. Hey, obviously the victory on Saturday we're talking about. Is there still a little soft spot there? Because nine years you remember, you supported them. You love John Al- uh, John Lewis. You love James Trevisa. You had him on the back of your top. Little soft spot or not? Nah, finished now. Um. Yeah, I think it's finished now. <laughs> Back back then, if you told me I was going to say that, I would be like, no way. Yeah. But um, no, nah, you look, you know, I was going up. It was only Melbourne victory. I, I love them. I went to every single game for nine years. Mm. And if I didn't become a footballer, I probably would still be a member. You know, I find it more, I don't hate the club. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not like that. But <laughs> I find it more like, wow, look, I was there at the game supporting him living, breathing and dying, Mountain victory, and now yeah. I'm going to play against them. It's kind of special, you know. Yeah. Uh, something that I go, wow. Like even to my parents, I'm like, how weird is it that I'm going to play? Like even last year when I played them or now, I'm like, it's just weird how life works out and it's That's just it. special. This game's a bit more special to me, yeah. Hey, speaking about uh, how life works out, the 2006 World Cup basically changed your life because you were sitting there with your parents, I think, watching Italy and Australia, and then you just decided, hey, I'm changing sport. I'm going to football, a world football. From that moment, what was it about that game or, or that competition that made you change your mind from AFL? You are playing Auskick, weren't you? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I was a very sporty kid and I, I played everything, cricket, football, this, like just in the backyard or yeah. with my mates, school, this and that. But obviously I'm like, oh, I like, I like AFL. Yeah. You know, I was a Colling, I'm still am a Collingwood supporter. Oh. And um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. mate. Yes. <laughs> hey, me. Yeah. I'm Richmond, man. Oh, okay. Got a dusty cup here. <laughs> Makes sense. But, um, yeah, no, I played footy and I, I was like, yeah, I want to I wanna be a footy player. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously coming kind of a European background, my dad liked both. We, we, we mm. liked footy and football. And my dad was like, oh, boys, you know, get up for this game. It's a big game. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. I was six years old. So I kind of – I knew it was the World Cup, but I was still a bit young. And yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Australia. Woke up early, watched it. And it was just an intense game and all the controversy with the, the dives and <laughs> and stuff like that. What's your view on that? Is it a penalty? 
Nah, come on, man. No penalty. I think, I think. And you're Italian as well. So that's oh, a good yeah, call. I'm Italian. So, yeah. you know, Lucas Neal did go down early, which was, was probably not the smartest idea, but you could see he just looked for it, ran straight in. <laughs> but look, it's gone now. But yeah, obviously that game, I just, I don't know, I just loved it. Mm. And then I just started playing more football in the backyard. And then I, when it came up to go to Auskick again, I said, Dad, I want, I want to change. I want, yeah. I want to try uh, football out. He's like, yeah, no, no, no problem. Yeah. And that's when I started at Killer Park. And then that's how it all started. And I just fell in love from day one I started there. Yeah, and you were great straight away as well. I think a teacher of yours, the name's Nikki Little, and she said when you were like 12, 13, even at school, people knew, man, this guy's going to be a star. Straight away, you were very athletic. When did you know? Like when did you realise, hey, I've actually got a talent. This is my dream. I'm, I might do this thing. Well, I would probably say maybe around 12, 13 when, mm. you know, I was playing at club level and I was doing really well and I thought, oh, okay, I'm, I'm okay at this. And then yeah. I tried out for the state team. And there was like something like 500 kids. It was just an open trial to make the Victorian team. Yeah. There was like 500 kids there. I'm like, oh, geez. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm good enough. We'll see. And that's like, oh, I'll give it a go. Mm. You know, I ended up doing really well and I, I made the team. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. So now I know I'm in and around the best in Victoria. That's good. Mm. And then it, it was serious. Yeah. Four times a week training. You know, they, they they basically we had like sessions of like what it takes to be a footballer, and I said, "Do you know what? This is what I want to do. I'm going to try and be a footballer." Yeah. And then obviously just got from there, and then I made the under 14s state team, and I was like, "Okay, this is good." And then obviously I got picked for the under 16s Australia, and that's when I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm okay mm-hmm. at football." This is when I I got a really and my dad's like. If that's what you want to do, that's what you've got to decide now. You want to be a footballer? I'm like, yeah, I want to be a footballer. See if I can make it. And then obviously that's when I was like, okay, 14, 15. I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm I'm half decent. Let's see where it takes me. And obviously it's it's paid off so far. Yeah. Um, You know, still 21, still, you know, got a long time ahead of me. Haven't, Haven't done shit yet. Haven't done anything yet. But still, no one can take away from what you have done. And yeah, that, 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 and the debut at 16 was remarkable as well. Now, you know, you're still you're 16 years old, you debut on, for A-League, and you were the first player born in the 21st century to play A-League, uh, which was great. But then you had to wait another two years, didn't you, after that to get the next game? It would have been, did you have doubts in your head after that because you waited so long? Um, I think more just woke me up to the real football world. Yeah. Um, what it's really like because being young and in youth teams, you don't realise how difficult it is and what how football works. And sometimes you're here and you're here. Mm. And I think it woke me. I, I think it was a good thing. As much as I would have liked to play, yeah, I was really young. I wasn't going to play every game, mm. but I might have played a few more games here and there. But I think it taught me resilience and hey, this is. This is what football's like. You can, you know, one second I'm, you know, starting in the youth team at 16 years old, which was pretty young, and then getting a chance and playing really well in the in the A League. And I was like, oh, like at that time, I called, that's it. Like this yeah. is like this is what it's going to be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, then you, then I went into the first team. And I'm like, oh, okay, football's harder than what I thought. And then 
it just made me more resilient and made me realize that, you know, it's, it's tough. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't change it to be honest. Um, it's, it's how my path's gone and it is what it is, but yeah. Was there communication the whole way through? Like you're not getting a game for for two years. Was there communication saying, "Hey, your time's going to come," or just keep? Yeah, it's just there? more like you're young. It's like you got time. Uh, this and that, and you know, at the time, I was like, "No, nah, I want to play, man." Like, yeah, I'm of hungry. I'm like, I want to play. I got that first sniff, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah. this is sick." But I, as I'm older now, I think that was well, I'm almost 22. So that was a, five, six years ago. Mm. Now I look back, I went, okay, realistically, I, was, I wasn't going to play many games. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. look, you know, football's great. Like, you, there's no guarantees in football. No matter how good you are, no matter how good you play, you, there's no guarantees. That's one thing you definitely learn. So, you know. That's true. Yeah, you talked about it being a while ago. You've changed a little bit since then. I don't know. Some things haven't. So apparently back then, 16 years old, you loved your R&B. Chris Brown was your favourite. FIFA fanatic, that's still a tick. Yeah. You use Real Madrid all the time, maybe. That's still the same. But your favourite TV show was I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. <laughs> what about now? Is it still the same? Um, no, I don't really watch too much. Of, okay, Netflix. Yeah. Um, so obviously... I'd probably say Peaky Blinders is my favourite. How good is it? That's 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 insane. But cool, now I'm on to um, Blind Spot. It's called Blind Spot. What's that? Um, it's it's like a it's about quick. It's about this lady that randomly got sent to the FBI and she got her memory wiped and she got tattooed her whole body and it's about her tattoos are related to crime. Blind Spot is it on Netflix? Yeah, it's. I'm really, gonna write it down. I'm gonna check because I need a new. Honestly, it's great. A few of the boys are watching it. It's really good. Done. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch that. What about everything else? Real Madrid, you still use on FIFA? Chris Brown, um, you still like? Yeah, I, I still love Chris Brown. Obviously, when I was younger, being a little wog teenager, <laughs> it's the standard to yeah, Chris Brown, Drake, listen to R&B. Yeah. But as I got older hang around different people, got a bit more cultured. So now I listen to everything, but I would say I like I listen to Queen, mm. uh, which is one of my f- favourite artists, if not my favourite. Like I love listening to Queen before games and, yeah, you used to get older, you get a bit more cultured and you change. And Yeah. Hey, something that would have changed you a lot was going to Italy. Now that Italian passport you've got comes in handy. You, I think you are about 18 at the time and you go over yeah. to Italy for a trial for Genoa. That's unbelievable. Like all the, you know, kids with the same background growing up, imagine going over there and trialing for the city art. Tell me about that experience. How good's that? Um, yeah, like it just came across like this general, obviously emailed Melbourne City and said, listen, we want this kid to come trial. We were interested. And it was a no-brainer, you know, to go. I said to my parents, like, why not? Like if, if they don't want me in the end, mm. doesn't matter if they want me, good. Like it's an experience anyway. So I ended up going and, um, you know, just turned, I think I was just turning 18 soon. So I was 17, yeah. turning 18 soon. And, um, yeah, it was just like, wow, like this is crazy. Obviously, I was trialling for the under, the Primavera, so the under 23s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it actually went really well after three days. I, w- I was there for a two-week trial. Three days in, they're like, oh, we want to sign him. Like yeah. we want him. And I was like, okay. Anyway, I stayed into the two weeks. Like, oh, do you want to train with the first team? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes. And uh, had Rossi, like, uh, Pandev there at the time, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, like that was two, did two training sessions with them. And um, I remember I was shitting my pants. Yeah. I was just like, I was in, I was like, like going into the, the facility, like, 
it's what you dream of, like football. Like they've got their mm. Ferraris and, <laughs> you know, these big dog players. And I'm stepping onto the pitch and I was like, bro, look at these players. And they're, they're thinking, who's this kid from Australia? Did they speak to you? Did they? Yeah. Like, yeah. Pundits spoke to me and, um, you know, they, there was a few of them were like just nice. They're like, oh, mm. relax, it's fine. Cause they could see I was nervous. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect that, you know, and all of my fun, like the thing I remember the most was just the sessions. I was like, holy moly, these guys are good, man. Like I, I could not get a touch of the ball. Like I remember just playing it first time every time because yeah. they just know where you're going to be. They know your first touch. Like yeah. their movement is just ridiculous, man. Like that, that's something I'll never forget. And coming yeah. back, I was like, man, now I know how good you have to be to, to yeah. play at that level, um, which was insane. But in the end, I made a decision with my family that I would stay at Melbourne City first team. The the youth team setup wasn't that great, which is happens in Europe. Like they might be okay. a big club. So the contract was for the, well, the Primavera for yeah. the youth team, and yeah. then and then you felt that you'd you'd rather go back to Australia and try and establish yourself here. Was that why? Yeah, in, in a first team. Yeah, um, because like I tried like to say, how about like. I can train with the first team two times a week. Mm. Obviously, they're like, nah, we've got to see. Okay. And obviously, all that stuff. And then at, for me, like, I'm an honest guy. It just wasn't for me at the time. I yeah. don't think I was mentally ready. Um, and every player is different. Some players are ready to go. You see some players go early and they come back and, you know, within a year or two and it, it's been worse for them. Yeah. Um, you know, some players go and it's good. It's But at the time, I said – you know, even my parents like, I don't think you're ready to go. And we made that decision to stay and I, mm-hmm. I don't, don't regret it at all. Um, you know, sometimes you've got to make it here before you can go there because let me tell you, there, it's dog eat dog. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's yeah. not easy. But this decision I made, was it the right decision? Was it wasn't? I don't know, but it's what I made. And, you know, I'm not afraid to say that I wasn't re- like mentally ready at the time, which is fine. And, yeah, that's just, that's just really how it went. Yeah, no, were you? Was your both your parents over there at the t- at the same time you were over there? No, no, I went by myself. There. You were just by yourself. Yeah. So that would have been tough. You you would have grown up a, a, a lot in that period and matured. So how did it work? Did you stay? Where did you stay? I they put me in a hotel, um, like right in the middle of Genoa, by myself. Which you know wasn't. It was yeah. At the start, I was like, oh, this is weird. Like mm. other side of the world, no one's here. Um, I could see how tough it would be. Yeah. Um, not that it really phased me because after a week I was like, yeah, this is sick. I feel good. Um, it's just something, you know, you, as a football, you want to be a footballer, you've got to expect to leave, to go anywhere at any time and to live by yourself, um, which, you know, I think I'm pretty de- – I like to cook. I can clean. My parents have brought me up like that, so that yeah. would be an issue. But, yeah, no, it was, it was um, daunting at the start, but towards the end of it I was like, oh, this is sick. Mm. Um, but, yeah. So yeah, no, and how's the Italian going now? Because I remember you you were learning it, and then COVID hit, and you and you kind of stopped. But you speak some with Diamante, don't you? Here and there, some uh, words. When I was, uh, I did it for like four or five months, yeah, consistently twice a week. Yeah, um, I was going to with my with my girlfriend. I was, we were going together because she's Italian. Well, to an actual class you were going. Yeah, to like oh, a tutor. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And um, we're getting like I was getting decent at it. Where the point where like. Maybe the speaking side wasn't the greatest, but when mm. 
Diamante spoke, I was like, you can understand. I can understand half to three quarters of what he's saying, which yeah, was yeah, really yeah. cool to me. And then like, I could say a few words here and there. Yeah. Um, but then obviously COVID hit and we couldn't go see the tutor anymore. And then it just, it, it was off, a shame because like I was fully into it and I, yeah, I reckon yeah. maybe another six months I would have been able to speak. But like I was watching Netflix in Italia and I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, um, but now like, it's, it's, it was a while ago, so now I've lost it again. But I've had talks to my, my girlfriend that I'm like, we should we should start. Don't again. do it again. Do it again. Yeah, I know. Like I was I was actually alright, but yeah. We'll be back after a quick break. So how's he anyway with you? Because you've developed a really strong friendship, haven't you? Yeah, no, nah, he, he's a great guy. And from day one, we just got along and he took me under his wing. And, you know, we kind of suited each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm a player that's fast, direct, can score, and I probably need that little bit of service. Yeah. Like just those balls over the top. And Oh, what about the one against Perth? The yeah, one he put, oh, amazing. Yeah. And um, that's his specialty. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he saw that. So he's like, if you listen to me, I'll get you goals. You get me assists. Happy yeah. days. Like, <laughs> and all I know is every every game, before the game, he'd be like, you know what to do, huh? Run, that's it. Just run. I'm like, okay. <laughs> every time he touched that ball, I was, I was off. And nine times out of ten, he would find me. So we just got that good relationship and, um, yeah, he obviously his status and stuff, like, he, he's, he's a gun. Mm. But you're now becoming the, the like, the pin-up boy. I saw you did the uh, pre-season shoot. <laughs> you're doing all the photos. And because and you are the hometown boy because you yet you grew up in the, in the western suburbs, so it feels like a hometown for you, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I think that's what they were trying to go for. Like, they noticed that, you know, Dill, you know, he's young, He's, he's from the West. He's a proper Westie, so they kind of use me as that pin-up boy, which is fine. I don't mind it. Like, you know, I am a Westie. I've, I've grown up here my whole life. And before we moved facilities only two months ago or a month ago to Essendon, mm. the, the training ground where we started and we were, we were there for the last two years, I live on ice. So if I lifted this camera up and showed you out the window, you'd see the pitch. Like, I live oh, yeah? 20 seconds away. Perfect. Um, which was just a coincidence. And, yeah, I'm a Westie, just a boy from – Hillside, Taylor's Hill, Carolina Springs. That's it. It's summer with proper Westy. Nice. The boys, the boys say that you love the uh, training facility. It's a new gym or something, isn't it? The new, at the new facility there. Uh, how often are you in there? Because you're looking pretty fit, man. So tell me about your schedule for a week. Cause the boys say it's just insane. He loves to sculpt his body. He looks <laughs> immense. So <laughs> what, what's it like day to day for you? Um, yeah, like I, I, I love doing um, like a bit of upper body gym in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of my, not only just for, to be fit and to look good and stuff, it's more, I, I think 
I like getting to training early and it's more yeah. a mental thing. I think it wakes me up before training. You oh, know, so you do before you go in there before yeah, training? Yeah, I do before training. Oh, nice. And, um, so I normally, I, I'm consistently in there four times a week, like in the morning. Yeah. I'll do it like maybe, so I'll do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday we have off, Thursday, and then Friday, it depends. Like if we have a game on Saturday, I might not do it the day before. Yeah. Roughly three to four times a week and, yeah, I find it like quite just relaxing because no one's in there, no one's at the club yet. I can yep. just put my tunes on what I want, like you know, not too high, just nice, and just do my workout. And I think it's just a kind of a mental preparation for me. Just get to be by myself, relax, just before you know the day starts. It's just something I've realised that I like doing. Yeah, nice one. And what about extras? After you ever doing extras on the pitch and that sort of thing? I think when I was speaking to you last time, you were saying sometimes you stay behind with Dia and do some extra ball work. Has that slowed down a bit or it's still still going? I normally do now. I normally, well, last year because I was a bit of a wing back, right yeah. back, wing up, but more probably defensively I was playing, but the new boss sees me more as in a winger, okay. which I, I, I probably agree with. So now... I've been working on more my finishing, my crossing, final product. So I normally, um, after training, I'll be doing shots with the other other attackers, some crosses and stuff like that. Hmm. Hey, you really, um, like your routines are pretty solid. I like that. You're not superstitious though before games, but do you, do you get nervous or anything before games or is there something you do before to kind of calm yourself down? Um, I think like, yeah, I get more butterflies a bit. It's more exciting, nervous. Yeah. Like, I'm not nervous where I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to play good? You're, like, scared, I'm nervous. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more like I can't wait to get out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, like I'm not superstitious at all. Like I don't have um, where a lot of players do. I find everyone, uh, everyone each to their own, but I mm. find it more like if you have a superstition or three or four superstitions, as long as if one of them doesn't go wrong, in your head you're like, oh, my God, I didn't. It's, it's gone wrong where for yeah. me, I normally don't have a like specific thing I eat or I do. I just, I just go with the flow. It's game day system of a game. I get up, go for a walk. Maybe honestly, the maybe one thing I do is just go for a walk. Go That's for a walk. the thing I do consistently every time, but it's, if I didn't go for a walk, it wouldn't bother me though. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You go with the flow. It's yeah. good. And you also like something else you said is you like short-term goals that lead up to what, what's some of your short-term goals that you're aiming for this season? Um, I think some of my short-term goals now would be um, obviously trying to try and um, just play every game would be one. Mm-hmm. Um, one would be, another one would be just be consistent. Um, you know, sometimes um, well, last year I found sometimes there was a bit of inconsistency um, with my game. That's something that I, I, I want to change a bit. But yeah, just 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 focusing every day in training. Um, you know, trying to get one goal than another, and you know, just lead up to having a good season. Yeah, Brett. And what about in terms of Western? Where what's that kind of? goal for this season. I mean, you just missed out on finals last year, but looking at the team, you had enough quality to make it even challenge, to, to be honest, for the for the championship in terms of who you had at the club. What's the goal this year? Yeah, obviously last year was difficult. Um, we were sitting in a, in a really good spot at one point. Before we went on that run of eight, nine games, losses in a row, we think we are sitting fourth with mm. three games behind everyone. And, you know, we're like, oh, we're going to make the finals, no problem. But obviously, football's crazy game, and yeah. 
circumstances and, you know, red cards and we played those nine games all the way on the roads. Like yeah. that, was, that was quite hectic. That might have played a bit of a role into it, but that that's fine. But this year I think, you know, I think we have an even better squad this year. I think it's more more depth. And, um, look, I think we've got a very high standards at our club and John has very high demands and high standards. And I, I honestly don't think – Oh yeah, let's just make top six this year. I don't think that's that's something we would we we want to win it, man. Like that's 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 our main focus. You know, if you aim here, you know, you might get here. But if you aim up here, you might get here. So yeah, you know, it's just something that we're that's something we do. I love it, mate. And I'm supporting you all the way, brother. I love what you do. Hey, let's let's end with ten quick questions. All right, we'll do some fun ones here to end off. Yeah. All right, Dill, what is your favourite food? Now you are a good cook as well, so I know that you help out your mum sometimes in the kitchen. What's the best food? Um, my favourite food would be I don't have it like a specific. Maybe prosciutto. Prosciutto, yeah, nice. But I would say my favourite food would be like an Italian spread lunch. Yeah, cold meats, tomatoes, bock and cheese, <laughs> nice bread. No, peppers, chili oil, all that stuff. Beautiful. And you work out enough so you can eat all that stuff. That's fine. Hey, uh, what's your favourite movie? Um, I'd say The Godfather. Of course it is. I was thinking it. Before you even said it, I knew it was going to be The Godfather. Godfather, Goodfellas. Goodfellas is good. How good is it? Good have, have you watched The Sopranos? Uh, no, nah, I actually haven't. Oh, man, I you have know. to watch it. You have to watch it. If you like The Goodfellas and, and The Godfather, you've got to watch The Sopranos. And the new movie just came out, so that's on your list. Yeah. Uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, love it. Love Melbourne, but you, yeah, to live, yeah, to on a holiday, probably Italy, but to yeah. to live, you have to be Melbourne. Melbourne, that's right. I like the lifestyle in Italy as well, but to live, we live to in live. the best place in the world, don't we? Yeah, yes, we yeah, do. We do. Uh, if you could play for any single club in the world, who would it be? Unrealistic. No, just yeah, anyone, because anything's realistic. You know that. You can see your goals to it. It would have to be Man United. Man United. Yeah, that like imagine playing at Old Trafford. Oh, that's yeah, crazy. That's the dream. And Ronaldo was your favourite player, wasn't he, when you were growing up? Him and him and Troisi. Well, we, we United could use you at the moment. My God, they're struggling. <laughs> uh, your favourite quote of all time. Favourite I honestly, but maybe hard work beats talent. Pretty generic one, but I still think it's pretty. pretty I like that. I like that. Who is the most annoying player at the club? I run the boys to this. Um, most annoying. I wouldn't say, but I'd probably say Dylan Wenzel Halls. But he's he's not annoying. He's just um, he's just one of those players. If you give him a bit, he'll bite back. Yeah. Uh, which is quite funny. He's a good lad, though. But I wouldn't say he's annoying, but he's just he's easy to stir up a little bit and he gets a laugh out of the boys. So Yeah, love it. Hey, this one you can suck up a little bit. What's the best thing about John Aloisi? Best thing about John Aloisi is probably that he's Italian like me. <laughs> That's good. For 90% of these questions, you've answered with an Italian answer, which is great. Hey, um... Uh, if you could pick a player from any other A-League team to come to uh, Western, who would it be? I would say my best mate, probably James Dalianoff. Yeah. Just because Fair. we're really close. He's, I've, I've played with him in the youth teams for so long. We've got a good friendship, so I'd, I'd love to play with him again. Brilliant. Uh, if you score 
on the weekend on Saturday, which you will, we all know you will. What celebration are you going to do? No, man. I, I actually, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've got to do this one again. I yeah. Don't know. Um, I don't know. I think You've it's got a nice pic on Instagram of that. Do that one again. Yeah, may, maybe that. Or, or a J for me or something. You could try to do a J. Yeah, could do that. Maybe a next party if the ground's wet enough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last one, your favourite song of all time? Favourite song of all time would be Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Love or, it. Yeah, or? Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. You love your Queen. I love it. Yeah. Love big you. fan, and I'm a big fan of yours, man. I can't uh, thank you enough for coming on, having a chat today. We really appreciate your time, man. We're supporting you all the way. Thank good you. luck for Saturday, but good luck for the whole season, mates. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dil.